Welcome to the Shade Brigade. My name's Oliver. And I'm Crochet. Hey! We want to welcome you to our first ever first podcast. Bug. Who are we? What are we about? What the hell are we doing? We're just a couple of very opinionated friends who are here to cast some shade on your day. How long have we been friends now? Uh, about 15 years or so, I think. Sounds about right. We met at that hugely famous coffee shop that we're not sure that we can mention without being sued. <laughs> and I think you were one of those rap guys' girlfriends. Okay, now don't be a dick. <laughs> As you can see, we've had ups. And downs. But we've had some really great times. And really shitty times but a whole lot of laughs. So we apologize for being greedy slackers who are just now getting around to putting it out there and inviting you to join us. With that said, let's, let's get, get on, on with, with the, the show. show. We're uh, going to start today's podcast by talking about Jamie Foxx and Katie Holmes. I didn't uh, even know they were together. You know, neither did I. <laughs> I guess uh, <laughs> they've decided that they're no longer quote-unquote in hiding. Um... You know, this raises a lot of questions. How does Tom Cruise feel about that? Oh. You know, he's crazy into Scientology and whatnot. You know that he's probably just over there stewing and, oh, and, God. and going nuts. Hasn't he moved on in his own life? He's seeing somebody, isn't he? Well, uh, you know, I don't know. <laughs> I thought he he's was. He's barely relevant in movies anymore for oh. me to be able to, to pay attention and whatnot. But, um, so... Yeah, I guess that they've been together for quite a while. Since um, about 2013, I think I had seen. Yeah. Um, mm. So I guess that they've been recently seen doing the lovebird stuff by hanging out on the beach and whatnot. They're, we're for real. Uh, <laughs> frolicking in the ways with Jamie Foxx and Katie Holmes. Yeah, I guess... Uh, they're also saying that she was found with a ring on her finger uh, in March of 2016. But uh, you know how publicists like to do, uh, I guess. Jamie oh, it Fox's. wasn't from Jamie Foxx. That's not even a thing. It wasn't from him. Oh. <laughs> just some random dude, you know. Yeah, just, it's like, yeah, who? well, then who's it from then if she's wearing the ring? Right, right. You she know, because they were denying it for quite some time. But, uh, <laughs> you know, I, maybe, just maybe, well, if TMZ gets their way, uh, they'll start calling them, uh, what is that, Jam Cat? Oh. They got to <laughs> stop with the, the mashups with the names. It's, it's getting old. People are individuals, even if they're a couple. Let them be individuals. Stop mashing their names together. So Goodness. you didn't like Brangelina? Ugh. They're all dumb. What? They're dumb. Okay, well, what about <laughs> Crie Oliver? See, that yeah. doesn't go to work either. Not, we're not so we're, much. We're not Jam Cat. Chris Oliver. <laughs> <laughs> that would, well, Jam yeah, that, that's just one that just frankly doesn't uh, sit too well oh. and whatnot. Speaking of not sitting too well, God damn it. It's fucking Donald Trump. Ah, oh, yes. This son of a bitch. Apparently on Tuesday, he is just repealed the DACA, which is the uh, program that had protected nearly about 800,000 young undocumented immigrants uh, brought to the U.S. as children from deportation. Uh, Jeff Session goes on to quote, 
I am here today to announce that the program known as DACA that was effectuated under the Obama administration is being rescinded. And let me interrupt you there real quick. It is, it is that they're going to stop processing any new applications, to okay. my understanding. It's not that they're necessarily going to uh, just yank it out from existing uh, people who are already taking advantage of the program. As far as I was, as far as I had seen, I don't think that it had said anything. Well, and that's and that's what so really pisses me off here is that we have one president that was in office for eight years, mm-hmm. eight full years. Love him or hate him, the man did incredible things for leaps and bounds for the equality of people. Right. You know, I mean, there are some things that the right wing nuts felt that they didn't like so much, like. He felt like they were trying to take their guns away under trying to get that new uh, law passed for harsher background checks yeah. for guns and whatnot. You really have to see that one from both sides, though, because you're going to get your gun enthusiasts who are going to really be. You're not taking my guns, and, and these are my rights and things like that, but you have to really read through all of it to truly understand, and I think that's a big problem in this country is that they try to make these changes, but people don't fully understand it. They pick and choose the, pe- the parts... Kind of like religion. <laughs> they pick <laughs> bum, and choose. Bum, bum. Yes. So they, they pick and choose the parts that they want to take and run with. But use they're com- so out of context. You know? They're just... It's ridiculous. It's... I can't even. <laughs> she just can't, can't even, even, folks. She just can't even. But anyhow, I'm back to this program. Uh, Obama put in place that children that were brought forth from immigrants weren't going to be deported. Uh, Donald Trump feels that, like in everything else that this bastard does, he just on a whim makes these decisions, kind of shoots from the hip without giving it um, any necessarily a second thought. Like it, it's just, I'm going to do this and you're going to like it and whatnot. Now I understand that the dude comes from a business background and he runs this multi-billion dollar corporation and sometimes in you know uh, a position of power you have to do that. You have to make those decisions but when you are representing people and I don't know how many people are currently in America but we'll just say billions somewhere. Lots. <laughs> um, you can't just do that because these jerk from the hip reactions are coming from a place of instability without thinking of the repercussions Mm -hmm. repealing Obamacare for example yes it was not perfect right however it did provide health care for a lot of people that didn't have it right and the Republicans had eight years to work on their reform so that was their bad (laughs) <laughs> if they didn't like the way it was going, they had a long time to come up with ideas to fix it. Y'all sat down at the table with the new dude in the White House, and what the fuck did you come up with? Nothing. There Nothing was, good for anybody. There was no replacement. There really wasn't. And you know why there wasn't a replacement? They sat there from the other side of the aisle pointing fingers. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, he's I'm sure. black. He's this. He's that. It oh, my God. He's wearing a tan Ridiculous. suit. Heaven forbid that the man have a sense of fashion. <gasps> you are white after Labor Day! <laughs> <laughs> like that it's... cereal mom, she's going to come after you with a turkey leg and kill your ass. <laughs> 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 oh, 
But it's that sort of, of gerrymongering that Republicans love to do. Ugh. Now, I don't want to sit here and say that Republicans, 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 right. because Democrats are just as equally bad for this. Right. And but on this specific thing, though, it was the Republicans who were pushing to repeal it. And it's like you've had all this time to work on it if it was that awful. So, I mean, ugh. our country is a mess right now. And it's really important for everybody to start coming together and joining together as Americans instead of do not let this freaking government separate you and or make you feel that you are better than any other person or any other person is better than you. Because I can assure you, honey, you are no better than anyone else. We all bleed red and we are all equal. Red, yellow, black and white. Jesus loves the little children of the world. All right. Done. That's all I have to Take say. Take me to church. Take me to That's church. That's my church moment for the day. Well, and you know, Trump's big thing is making America great again. And this was something that kind of ran a little controversial with a lot of the people, even within my circle and, and whatnot. Oh, yeah. And you and I have talked about this. I was all for this, let's make America great again. Right. Period. With that said, I don't believe that the way that this son of a bitch is going about it is is the appropriate way. It's like, but, which goes back to that saying, everything before but is bullshit. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, let's make America great again, but. <laughs> not the Donald Trump way. Yeah. Let's start a hashtag campaign, not the Donald Trump way. Not our idiot. Uh, somebody go out, start it. We'll catch up with you <laughs> when we're done recording. <laughs> oh, Donald Trump. Uh, let's just stop saying his name. It kind of makes me nauseous. I know. Does it make oh, you sick? Oh, God. It's it too make much you... Cheeto for me. <laughs> Lord. What kind? Oh. Flaming hot? No. <laughs> he does not even deserve he... to be considered flaming hot. That's mm. reserved for the LGBTQ is he... community. That's is he... for us. Is he... Uh... <laughs> A puff? Or is he the crunchy kind? He's a puffy Cheeto. I love the crunchy Cheetos. I can't, I couldn't insult them like that. Oh. If you ever want to bribe me, steak, crunchy Cheetos, and cherry Coke. I could think of a few others, but we'll There's leave that others, off that list. Those are, those are some easy ones. If you just want to run to the stove, bring me back a snack, and then ask for a favor. God, butter me how, up with those. You butter me up with all three of those things, and you got yourself a winner. <laughs> right. Winner, winner. Not, chicken dinner. Oh, well, chicken's kind of a misfit. Steak Give dinner. me steak. Right. Right. <laughs> oh, see, if anybody loved me, ginger ale. But it has to be Canada Dry. Don't bring me that oh, Seagram shit. bullshit. That's not no. even real. It's not even made with real ginger. I think it's ginger flavored. It's a cocktail. It's a mixer. It is not by any means real ginger where, you know, the Canada Dry says, made with real ginger. And they show the picture of the guy pulling the ginger <laughs> through the ground to somebody else's house by the fucking plant. They're just like, what the fuck is going on here? And then he just starts pulling. And then the girl reaches into the cooler somewhere else completely and starts pulling. And then the guy all of a sudden just dips into the hole <laughs> and comes out of her cooler. It's like, what the fuck just bullshit that we do not know about i want in I, on it i i do want to know what the fuck just happened there because you just went off on a ginger ale dash that i didn't even see coming oh who knew that God. you were so passionate about ginger ale i really ginger do like canada dry when you have stomach we do issues love canada. when you have stomach issues like i do i've had some stomach issues for a few years and i 
get sick a lot. Anything that helps your tummy feel better, <laughs> I am all about it. So believe me, I learned very, very quickly that Seagram's is not real ginger. <laughs> That is a cocktail mixer. It is not intended to be drank by itself if you're intending to get any kind of positive effect on your stomach anyway. Your taste buds might be happy, but your stomach's going to be indifferent. Right. Well, so, and that's why we love Canada. We do love Canada. A. Thank you, neighbors to uh, the north, for being so incredibly awesome. But I hate that your cell phone plans are so expensive. Yes. Yes, I'm talking to you, Fido and yes. Rogers <laughs> and Bell. Yes, if you're listening or if this gets around, we're talking to you, girl. Come on. But at the same time, they do offer, I think it's TELUS Internet. Tell like us, You yeah. can use it like anywhere in town. You don't have to be at home. They offer the Wi-Fi like everywhere, I think, on the TELUS network. You just sign in with your email and password. I was so impressed with that. Oh. I have to tell you, Victoria is like one of my favorite places in the whole world. If you've never been to Victoria, BC, you must go. It is beautiful. It is super eclectic. And it is just, it's so much fun to just it's wander around. It's a cute little town. It really is. And it it's has new such and a, old. and It has such a cool vibe. It really like, does. I mean, for being a tourist town, you still feel welcome, even though yes. you're an outsider. And that's something yes. that I really enjoyed. Yes. If you're a foodie and you really love good food, go to Bard and Banker. It's an old <gasps> yes. bank oh. building that has incredible food up there. Get and... corned beef. It's delicious. <laughs> so good. If it's still on the menu. If they don't have it on the menu, I apologize. But oh my gosh. We went there, I think, and watched the, watched the Seahawks game once. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> that place was great. We had a really good time. Yeah. I'm so overdue for a trip to Canada. Road trip! Right? We're about to be gay and away. Watch out. <laughs> so don't forget to take us with you when you go gay and away yourself. <laughs> However, Canada, I do have a bone to pick with you because, damn it, your fucking wildfires have <sighs> been blowing all that smoke down in our direction, and it's just getting to a point where the air quality has gone mad. Well, sadly... Not any, uh, not anymore. But uh, the current go around that we're dealing with now, there are wildfires here in the Washington area, Was uh, Seattle area, and whatnot, where the air quality is just gone downhill. Today, for example, it's supposed to be I don't know upwards of ninety degrees. Uh, Eighty six, I think, and they actually declared a state of emergency in the county that we live in. So walking <laughs> outside, I I really and having to not open my windows not sit outside for too long because i start to sound like i posted on twitter the other day <laughs> i start to sound like selma and patty from the simpsons i'm like hey you want a cigarette <laughs> or honey you want some fries with that you know you know the 50 style diner with the the waitress with the blue black hair and the right? <laughs> the the hooker red press on nails and stuff yeah it it, it gets it gets pretty bad um, True. but it's not just here in Washington I I know that Oregon's getting some I know that California's getting some yes I mean we're getting pummeled here and I have to take a moment and kind of point the finger at folks that are being irresponsible that yeah. would be folks that are smoking in their cars and tossing their cigarette butts out along the side of the road and starting fires shame, or when shame. you're camping. And not putting your fire out, and then it just it it goes to crap, and then it, the air quality for everybody suffers. I literally woke up the other morning with ash on my car. I did too. 
ash people. It was falling from the sky, folks. The last time that I am aware of that may have been in our lifetime, if that's um, actually might be a, a little a year or so before us, is St. Helens. That is the last time ash fell from the sky. Yeah, that was what, 1980? 80. And I, I think that was the year that my yeah, parents got married. That was before us. Hi, Mom. Hi, Dad. Sorry if I don't remember. Don't hate me. Um, <laughs> but yeah, they. Uh, it was around 1980 when Mount St. Helens blew up. But this is, this is from an actual fire. And, and this is what, within 50 miles away? And we're, I mean... It's cities just, all around so i mean the metro area if you look at photos of seattle like some of our local news stations and whatnot it really a lot of people are calling seattle seattle hill or silent hill like from that video game and that movie <laughs> with the you know the big dude and the big old sword that's chasing people around and whatnot if you haven't seen it go see it except for crochet i know that she absolutely hates horror movies <laughs> But, uh, do not do horror it, movies. it's a great video game. It's a great movie. I enjoyed it, but I'm a little bit of a nerd like that. So, but, you uh, go on and be a nerd. I'll let you do it yourself. <laughs> you tell me about it later. <laughs> With everything, you know, said and done, just be responsible. Make smart decisions. Your cars have ashtrays for a reason. You want to destroy your car and you want it to smell on the inside. That's you. Keep your butts inside and covered. <laughs> your ifs, ands, and buts. <laughs> right. <laughs> Use the ashtray, folks. Don't throw, especially in, in dry weather. We all know better. We've all seen the burnt grass on the side of the road. They do controlled burns for a reason. And you're just contributing to hell for everybody. And so my middle finger goes out to you. Stop fucking doing it. <laughs> and on for a those lighter of note, you who have not been doing it, thank you so much for caring about your environment and your fellow man. And our lungs will thank you eventually when all this smoke has cleared and gone away. Right, right. <laughs> Let's not get down on the, <laughs> the few, <laughs> the few who ruin it for the many. <laughs> yeah. So speaking of the few that ruin it for the many. Oh man. <laughs> I don't want to talk about these two. They're you know just what? a hot fucking mess. Let's just spit it out real quick. Kanye and Kim are, are breeding expecting their third again. child. Three little Kanye spawns are now out in, are going to be out in the world as I've of seen January. alien. Hashtag fuck that. Oh my that gosh. Is, no. No. Can the stupid or, stop breeding, please? Because that, no. Or you know, like in Game of Thrones where she gives birth to the demon. Yeah. Stop it. Stop it. You guys need a divorce. You need to get away from each other. Kanye wasn't good enough for Kim anyway, and now I'm not so sure she doesn't deserve him. Let's be honest. They're not good enough for one another. They're not good enough for anyone but each other. Let's, this maybe is nothing that's but the a way big publicity stunt, and the wool's going to be pulled over our eyes. They both got to make money somehow. She didn't get caught so, in the lie this time like she did in the first wedding. So oh, right. <laughs> they can keep rolling with it. Right. Well, if you so can tell, we are definitely not fans of Kim Ye at all. No. And their name is so dumb that I giggle on the inside when I say it. So that one I will roll with because well, you know that's <laughs> I hate like so much. you just called them Kim Ye, but you don't like Jam Cat. I don't. <laughs> I have much more respect for them to, to not use the nickname. I don't give a shit about Kim and Kanye what at is, all. What does he call himself? Little Yeezy. Oh my God! I I don't even I'm not a fan. I don't I follow him. I wish Kanye so was still living life through the wires because that was the best music. That was the best music he ever made. Was it? The sound of silence is the best 
best music he has ever made. And I don't mean the song. I mean the literal I, silence I, I, I of his say, mouth. I was going to say, I'm all, <laughs> that old shut. song? Yeah, I'm all, that's a, that was a great song, but I'm fairly don't certain that Kanye that wasn't Kanye. didn't do that one. <laughs> Yeah. I don't know. Give him time. He might try and take credit for that, too. And then he's uh, got it fucking trademarked and making gosh. money off of that shit, too. Uh, Fuck, what? He's, he's got clothes. He's got shoes. He compares himself to Jesus. Oh, my God. That's where I draw the line. That, you gotta that's a hot Compare mess. yourself to Jesus. There's some, He needs to have his brain checked. There's something wrong there. Can we call a psychiatrist, please? Let's get someone on the premises to see if this man is a whack job. Well, he does stick his dick inside of Kim Kardashian, so... <laughs> That in of itself is just a sign of psychosis. That is a sign of judging a book by its cover. I'm just saying. <laughs> that was supposed to be just like a hit it and quit it. And now your ass is married, got about to have three children. You done fucked with her, you done you stuck with, with her. her. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, God. Speaking of people that we are stuck with, I have a bone to pick with. Uh, the one and only... Rush Limbaugh, um, this son of a bitch, where do I even start? Oh, so goodness. he has made these recent claims, as a lot of you have, have known or have followed. Um, there was a very tragic hurricane in Houston, Hurricane Harvey. Um, bless everybody that's down there doing the humanitarian efforts. Yay. My hat, Crochet's hat, are all off of to the volunteers working around too, yeah. the clock, helping people of Houston this is what we need we need people in life right now that are helping others we need humanitarians we need that human touch we need that human we need effort we need love that's what it comes to you know so from the rescue efforts of all the people that have been stranded in the homes um also to the folks that um or I'm sorry, not well. I, I guess it would be the folks that work at the local humane societies. I know, particularly here in uh, the Seattle area, metropolitan area. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that the humane societies have brought in some animals from the Houston area, and uh, some have already been adopted out. So, thank you to the families who have adopted these animals that truly miss their loved ones. Absolutely. I just ask that maybe, perhaps, um, if some of them are microchipped or something along that line that maybe find a way to return them to their owner if possible if there's ever a point at some point down the road or at some time down the road when houston finally starts to rebuild itself if there was a little girl out there that lost her dog that maybe helped with her tourette syndrome or seizures or something like that i'm sure that this little girl is scared and she's going to want a dog and maybe this dog is specially trained, maybe it's not. But that connection to an animal, I know that I, I'm a crazy cat dude. I'm, <laughs> I'm totally in admittance of that. He is. Um, crazy cat man. <laughs> well, and you're a crazy dog lady. I'm so. a crazy wiener lady. I have three of them. <laughs> so everybody knows what it's like to, to form that bond with a pet and for the pet to not make it or to not have that pet as a part of the family anymore is difficult. So You're going to make just me con- cry talking about it. Just, <laughs> just consider, you know, consider that when adopting these animals. But please, in the meantime, give them a loving home. Show them the love and respect that they deserve. Because as much as they're for the people, we have to be there for our animals of the world as well. That's very true. And they're scared. They're petrified. They're, they're in a new environment. They, they were shipped no somewhere. They don't know on. where they're at. 
who they're talking to. It's an all new environment. So again, my hat's off really to everybody at the Humane Society and everyone working around the clock to get the folks in Houston supplies that they need. Please don't send blankets. Please don't send clothing items and things like that because let's be honest, Houston's underwater. When they wear those clothes, those blankets and things are gonna get dirty. They're gonna have to wash them. So might as well just roll with what they've already got. What they really need is food. People need food. Uh, donating to your local food banks. Uh, I have a friend who runs a blog and uh, she wanted to get involved with some of the hurricane, um, you know, the hurricane relief efforts. And she was like, how do you know what to do though and where to send it? And so she reached out to a friend of hers who's a lawyer and her friend came back and said, you know, the food banks are probably your best bet. You know, in our case, I think uh, food banks and I would like to maybe donate myself personally uh, to some kind of an LGBTQ group down there that's helping people in, in our community uh, as well. Uh, I prefer to stay away from groups like the Red Cross. Now, don't get me wrong, they're doing great works and things like that, but I feel like I would prefer that my contribution be more direct rather right. than through a third party. Right. So that's, you know, but food, food is definitely something that they need right now. Uh, when they had Katrina, if I'm not mistaken, Tide came out and they, once all the water had gone down, they came in and brought a whole bunch of washing machines and let people do all their laundry for free. So maybe when that particular time comes, that'll be the time to, to send clothes and, and things like that. And once the water's down and people can actually start rebuilding. living and rebuilding right now, again. It, it's relief. They need help from their current situation. Right. Much like shelter. And when speaking with shelter... I can't help but mention that filthy fuck, Joel Austin. This son of a bitch. Mega church owner. If you don't know, this dude's a multimillionaire. Indeed. The dude's got bucks for days. He's made money off of Jesus. And mega church down there in Houston. Folks reached out to him thinking that they were going to be able to go to his church as a place of worship and a place of God um, to essentially seek shelter and he took it upon himself to say at one point I thought that uh, they were worried about flooding or he long story short he didn't open his doors he had shut people out he wasn't letting people use the church and uh, even its parishioners I would imagine uh, into this church to seek refuge from this terrible and tragic storm right so Lo and behold, the interwebs, the fabulous interwebs, <laughs> caught wind of this. And they read this son of a bitch for filth. They went from A to Z and read him for days because as a man of God, you would expect someone to be sympathetic and to be open and to be welcoming. And all this guy had was excuses. Now... He I'm not say, close. He didn't. He say that his church was flooded. He very well. He said it have. was inaccessible due to severe flooding. Okay, well, everywhere else is flooded too, but it's a roof over people's heads. Right. Grab some buckets. Let's get some water out of here. Put some blankets on some pews. Maybe somebody can get a decent nap that's not covered in water. You're talking about maybe. I think he had said something about there was only maybe a foot, or he said there was flooding, and if they didn't have their flood gates. It was within a foot. And they had said the building had 
flooded before the whole bottom floor and it would have been a, a safety concern. Everywhere else is a safety concern anyway. Like, literally. So is it really that big of a deal to open up your doors of a church and be like, well, flood it over out in the street. It's flooded in here, but at least we'll give you a roof over your We've head. We've got an upstairs area. Yeah, is there an upstairs? Do you need a reprieve? Are you trying to go somewhere? You know, or if, if it's flooded before, they should know if the structure is going to support another another one-foot flood. Well, I would imagine that the fire code would have to be up to date and whatnot. That they would come out and inspect all those buildings oh, and, and such. And I think, well, I think I'm being, <laughs> I'm being overly passionate about it. I know I'm not being entirely rational and, and reasonable. I, I get there's laws that they have to follow and stuff. But it just seems like rather than waiting for them to come to him, maybe he should have made some kind of a thing saying, you know what? We would love to open our doors to the public. We're waiting for permission from the fire marshal or whatever, you know, because we're having some flooding. Uh, I, I just don't feel like I feel like he waited too long to say anything. He waited till he was being criticized rather than Someone like him should have been the first one out there to be like, hey, my people, my flock, please, you know, we really want to help you. We are terribly sorry that, uh, you know, we're having some issues with the building because, you know, we were victims of Harvey ourselves. Something like that. I just, I don't like the way that, that they handled it. Well, and <clears throat> my, my criticism with this really comes from a place, uh, I, I come from a, a religious family that necessarily wasn't too religious as we didn't attend church regularly. No. Thank you, Mom and Dad. I appreciate that. <laughs> oh, see, we did go I on did holidays, for a while. <laughs> but from what I do know of those and, and the members of our folks or people that are, are close with God, that, I don't know, everything that I've been taught over the years is that God is love, that God loves everybody equally, and God does not discriminate. So why is it that a man of God is denying people help when they need it most? That to me is deplorable. It's fucking disgusting. And you're damn right. You need to be called the fuck out because this is this is awful. You are there's no reason for someone that makes millions of dollars off of his stupid little shows and his <laughs> mega churches where your people, your people that visit your churches where you put on sermons and you preach to the to the masses that believe in Christ and his message Above. that you are such a piece of shit that you have to cower behind the doors of your own buildings to protect your own ass first. And maybe that's where we should <laughs> cool it down a little bit. <laughs> Anyhow, tangent. We're going to have long, this man knocking long... on our door. Let's have a conversation, <laughs> y'all. <laughs> well, he can come to my door anytime he wants. I'll sit down. I'll tilt that son of a bitch to his face. I, I don't care. But anyhow, mighty long tangent. Again, thank you to the folks of Houston who are there through thick and thin. Thank you to the folks who are organizing trips to Houston to continue to help. We we greatly appreciate you. I wish Indeed. that I could thank you in person, but unfortunately this podcast will have to do. Anyhow, long <laughs> tangent. Back to what I was getting at. Rush Limbaugh, this right wing nut. And I love that saying. I think that I'm going to coin that on this show. Should it be a hashtag? I, I think so. Right wing nut. Yes. Rush Limbaugh is claiming 
are showing again that he that he's batshit crazy. So we all know about Hurricane Harvey, and that a lot of you probably have heard on the news that there is a secondary hurricane coming out of. I know the South Atlantic, Africa, South in America, the somewhere. Right now, I uh, Hurricane Irma. Uh, this right wing nut, Rush Limbaugh, uh, claims that Hurricane Irma is part of a vast conspiracy by the uh, liberals. Yeah. So last year, Limbaugh <laughs> said that the storms were somehow part of a liberal conspiracy to push a climate change agenda. Well, if that was the case, wouldn't it be snowflakes instead of hurricanes? Just say. Just saying. <laughs> I'd expect snowflakes. <laughs> right. But this year, he's gone and taken it a step further into batshit crazy territory. And he said that they're also a part of a media plot to help advertisers sell bottled water and emergency supplies. Now, I'm going to give y'all a moment to let oh, that sink in. Oh, my goodness. Bless his heart. And I absolutely mean that in a down south of the United States kind of way, not like a British kind of way where they actually mean it. Oh my God. I hadn't read that. And so this is my first time hearing it. And I'm just kind of like, I should shut my mouth right now because it's hanging open. Cause I can't believe (laughs) what gets me and, and what burns my, my cookies here. And I think that's going to be another, Another hashtag burns burns my, my burns my cookies or Not that too burns many food my cookies. references or we're going to be very fat podcast. I, I, I know, I know. <laughs> um, is that someone would would take a natural disaster, which clearly is in no way something that a political party or peoples of a particular agenda can control. Right. It has been proven time and time again. What What's that guy? Neil deGrasse Tyson? Mm. I don't know. He, he's an intelligent science guy. Bill Nye the science guy. Bill he's Nye. A, right. <laughs> Who doesn't love that Bill Nye the science guy? Um, you know, all these people are coming forward saying, hey, global warming is a real thing. We humans are contributing to this. To the lady that's driving the big Suburban with eight empty seats, we're talking to you, girl. Come on. Mm-hmm. Pull over. Get your ass a Prius. So, <laughs> that's your family ride when you have the whole family, not when it's just you by yourself, honey. We got to think about the environment and the world we live in. Right. So, all of these gases and whatnot, it's a big scientific conglomerate. I love science, but I'm not quite that smart. So, I'm not even going to pretend to try and get into how climate change works in, in the environment. And if one of you is and would love to share that with us, please reach out to us because I would, I love to learn. At theshadebrigade.com, click the contact us link. Just follow the fill in the ba- fill that fill in the boxes, <laughs> and it'll get to where it needs to go. Bim bam boom. Yeah, all right. Something. You I, all right over there? Mm-hmm, I'm good now. Do you, do you need a moment? No, I'm good. Okay. <laughs> but what's even worse is that this individual wing nut, right wing whack job, whack a mole, whatever you want to call him, is. He's a whack-a-potamus. <laughs> he has gone as far as saying that it's a big plot to help advertising companies and whatnot sell bottled water and emergency supplies. Like, he thinks that there's, like, the Wizard of Oz is up there controlling the fucking weather. He's like, all right, we're going to go down here in this area and fuck all this shit up so you guys can make some money. Like, <laughs> what the hell is happening? It's... 
the fact that we have people like this in the United States in any sort of power and that people are looking up to them, that is going to be the reason why our entire planet is going to go to shit. We've got to start thinking for ourselves. Use logic. Don't listen to what other people tell you, except for us, because we know what we're talking about. Or we like, we like to think so. Or we, at least we like to think so, yes. <laughs> but it, I, it, it's just unfathomable to me that somebody is so convinced that companies need to sell emergency supplies that it, it's this concoct they conspiracy can the theory <laughs> that it's, oh, we're, we got extra stock on emergency supplies. I guess it's time to threaten people with a fake hurricane so they buy our stuff. No, it motherfucker it don't work like that <laughs> it's like god isn't up there with a giant bucket just going <laughs> oh you down the i liked you but sorry sometimes for the greater good you know it's just <laughs> take, take one for the team take one oh, for the team oh my goodness i'm sorry i destroyed your house but i let you keep your life you should be thankful come to church next sunday we'll talk about it yeah so <laughs> And I will, uh, let's see here, I think I've got a quote for him somewhere. It says, here comes the hurricane. Local media goes on the air. Big hurricane coming. Oh my God, make sure you got batteries. Make sure you got water. It could be the worst ever. Have you seen the size of this baby? It's already a Cat 5. Oh my God, oh my God. My God, it's bigger than the island of Haiti. Oh my God. And then he goes on to say that people run to the stores and they stock up on everything. And then they hoard. Um, you know, and then he talks about they leave stores with vacant shelves and whatnot. <sighs> I, this dude is a hot mess. I think that this dude has taken one too many blows of the head for as many divorces as this son of a bitch has had. I just, I, I'm somebody who's usually good with words and I'm tripping over my words right now because I. Uh, it's pretty bad. Like, what do you, what do you say? Right. What can you possibly say? That is just, it's just another whack job. Just throw him in the pile. <laughs> throw him in the pile. Oh, well, I, at this rate, we're going to have a huge pile. And, uh, you know, we're not going to get too terribly far. Um, next on the pile. <laughs> right. So next on our pile of, of bullshit, we're going to, we've got an opinion. And this is something that. I think you and I feel differently on uh, is Usher, the story <laughs> of Usher or Usher. Usher. Now let me let me be very clear. I am a big fan of Usher as <laughs> as a musician. I really like his music. I've liked his yeah. music since he came out. I don't know his ass personally. I know little bits and pieces that I've seen. That's all I can say. And so now. You wanted to talk about this new news coming out. Yeah, so one of his uh, accusers, let me see if I can locate her name here because I've forgotten right off the top of my head here. Uh, is it Quantasia? Quantasia Sharpton is her name. Um, I guess for quite some time she was facing some credibility problems, um, but after being found lying during an interview that her alleged sex encounter with Usher was captured on video... Um, Sharpton did an interview with Miss Jacob Tuesday and claimed straight up she made a sex tape with Usher and he was down with it. Um, her attorney, uh, Lisa Bloom, which I, that name sounds familiar and I'm sure that she's represented somebody that I can I'm sure think of off the top of my before. head, but I, I don't know. 
Maybe not. Maybe this is her first big gig, and that's why she took it. Possibly. Uh, who knows? Um, anyhow, her attorney, Lisa Bloom, uh, says that her client's statement is really just a misunderstanding. Uh, How do you misunderstand? We made a, sa- a sex tape, and Ursher was good with it. <laughs> There's no misunderstanding that. So, apparently... The, the attorney is saying, no, there isn't a sex tape. So you got this girl that's like, I've got a sex tape. Usher gave me herpes. The attorney's saying, no, there is no sex tape. But apparently the issue now is that there may be some hotel surveillance system that proves that these two were indeed together. But the hotel, you have to bear in mind, there's no cameras in the rooms. Well, Two people walking it, to a room together doesn't necessarily mean that they got down and he gave her herpes. Well, right. They could have sat there provide, and talked all night. Well, th- that's very true. <laughs> I'm saying but so. That doesn't really prove does it, anything. Does it give them enough probable cause? I still can't prove that he gave her herpes. Just like she can't prove that she... She probably can't prove that she, she didn't sleep with anybody else right. around that time, you know? She can't prove she didn't. You can't say she did, but I feel like that has really just come down to a he said, she said kind of thing, and now they're just wasting money. They're wasting time, and they're wasting money. It's ridiculous. Well, you know, and that's that's not uncommon when you get someone who um, has who has no fame such as, see now, and I've already forgotten her name. <laughs> Started with a Q. I remember that bit. <laughs> well, either way, we'll just leave her the name that shall remain nameless. Yeah. Just in this case. We'll just call her the herpes lady. Right. The, <laughs> the herpes accuser. Um, it wouldn't surprise me if somewhere along the line that this particular woman has also had run-ins with other celebrities uh, making false accusations uh, with them. It wouldn't surprise me if uh, she fabricated the whole story. However, I'm going to flip the script on this entire narrative and say that, A, I don't like Usher. I'm over his music. And I wouldn't be surprised if he did have herpes. Let's be honest. You're a celebrity. You you get as much ass as you want. Ass for days. I mean, he sings, the ladies drop their pants. And it's probably some dudes at that point, too. But... Oh, well, that actually brings up a good point. And originally, when this story first broke, there was a dude that claimed that they had slept together. Oh, I remember something about that. And, That's right. you know, so who knows? I mean, regardless of, or irregardless. Oh, irregardless is not a word, honey. Okay. Not a word. Well, you Struck would think- from Webster's forever, please. Webster's never <laughs> put irregardless. It's bad enough twerking is in the dictionary. Okay. <laughs> And I'm not talking about what's that ghetto dictionary that everybody talks about. Urban dictionary. <laughs> the urban dictionary. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking like the Oxford dictionary. <laughs> Keep it out of there. It's not a word. Don't let anybody convince you otherwise. <laughs> but I actually had something that I was really fired up about today that I wanted to talk about, unless you had anything else you wanted to say about Ursher and the herpes. Well, <laughs> I'll just end it with this. When you're in a, a celebrity status, you're both a target, and it gives you extra permissions to get away with things that normal people like you and I would never get to. But it can also make him the victim. Right. 
he's the target, he's the victim. Right, absolutely. He could it. certainly be a, a a victim and uh you know, and it's not just him. I mean, there are numerous celebrities. Uh I can't think of anything anyone right off the top of my head, but there have been numerous celebrities where their nudes have been leaked or whatever. And it, it's this big scandal, and we'll we'll touch on that in another show. But I personally, everybody gets naked. naked. Photos out there. Everybody Don't has put sex. Them it's not that big of a deal. Let's be honest. We all know what titties look like. We all know what vagina looks like. We all know what, you know. A, we have a basic a, idea. We all right. took sex ed in school. Right. <laughs> Unless your name is Caitlyn Jenner. Oh, Lord. And this is a segment that we like to call Shade of the Week. Shade of the so Week. So I have a bone to pick. Bone to pick. My selection for Shade of the Week is going to the one and only Caitlyn Jenner. So apparently the, the latest story with her um, is that she wrote a book back in April. Uh, a memoir and that kind of bears it all and she released this book and now she hasn't heard from Kim or uh, Chris or any uh, I don't know if any of the other siblings aren't talking to her but more particularly the predominant two the Kardashians themselves right they're not uh, they don't really have anything to say to her. Let me see if I can play a little bit of an episode that, or uh, an interview that she did with Good Morning Britain here. So I really haven't talked to, since the book came out, I haven't, I've never talked to Chris again. She, uh, Kim, I haven't talked to in six, nine Tell months, me about whatever Kim, it is. Kate. Kim, I love Kim. She's a great person. I have such respect for her as a mother, uh, as a business person. Um, but like Chris, I mean, she is. So are those the only you know, two things he has respect for? And, uh, but that's okay. I love that about her. Um, it's unfortunate because actually Kim was the first one I talked to about this issue. All right. I'm going to stop it there. Now, I don't care for this family. I never have. They're attention seekers. They're bad role models. They're awful examples of what humans should be. But my my biggest thing that really just, again, hashtag burns my cookies, is during this interview, um, not once in what you just heard, was it described as my daughter isn't talking to me? She's a great businesswoman. She's a great person. She's this, she's that. But not once did that human touch in that ever come down and say, you know what? She is my daughter. That's or true. Chris is never mentioned as being my ex-wife. So, Caitlyn Jenner, fuck you. Okay. You have have done stirred the fucking pot so many goddamn times. We're it's all a blur anymore. It really is, and we're getting kind of tired of you and your antics. It was fine. You went through this big dramatic uh, gender reassignment surgery, and for the most part, we wanted to support you until we realized that you were a filthy fucking Republican. And then that went back against everything. That went against the gays. That went against those that are transgendered or questioning which is reverses the entire 
progress that we have made as a, a marginalized or minority group of individuals. And if it's not enough, you weren't getting enough. So then you decided to write this big book. And in this big book, you, I'm sure, threw in some secrets and all of this extra crap in here about the family. And the family got pissed off at you because you were being honest. And you, you know, maybe talked about things that you didn't really have the, the right to, to talk about. So for that, I don't feel sorry for you. I don't feel sorry for you one bit. Don't cry to me, Argentina, because let's be honest. You dug yourself into this grave, bitch, and you're going to have to dig yourself the fuck out because nobody gives a fuck. You know, and, and honestly, if you're going to go and write a book, a book called The Secrets of My Life, you, can't, there's no, you have to be an idiot to go in that go into that and not have a very heartfelt and very honest and open conversation with your family and expect them not to have a response that may not lean towards the positive. If it literally, if you're writing a book called The Secrets of My Life, to me, that says right there, shit's about to go down. But what the book has failed to do, and now again, I didn't read it. I have no I could interest give a in shit reading, less about it. But if you're but, calling a book the secrets of my life, that doesn't mean the secrets of others. So keep it on topic. Talk about your own damn train wreck that nobody gives a shit about. Uh, there must have been secrets of other people's lives and not just hers. And and let's be honest. Your guys' family has been through so much stuff. I mean, you have Kris Jenner, who's scandalous. You've got Kim Kardashian, who's married to one of the world's worst pr people ever. You've got Chloe and... Uh, I don't know. Fuck if I could remember her name anymore. <laughs> I don't know. You've got other daughters, and they've had failed relationships. One of, them, one of them's on again, off again. Your family has seen more drama than a fucking telenovela. Let's, let's be honest. <laughs> As the world turns, ain't got nothing on y'all. Right? <laughs> you guys really are the young and the restless, minus maybe your dumbass. <laughs> so don't don't expect sympathy from the people that you're asking it from when you released secrets about in a book. This is your family. There are some things that I'm sure don't need to be said that are taken to the grave like I'm there are things about crochet that I know that oh man would turn some heads but you know what that's chosen family right there you don't do that you don't cross that line well and that's the, the line where I'd have to kill you if you did <laughs> so I would have to cross my line All right cue the death march like so, Caitlyn Jenner, this is my middle finger to you. You deserve the shade of the week. Amen. And let's be honest, honey, if you are going to be a transgendered individual, at least look the part because you look like a hot fucking mess. Oh, shit. Well, I guess that means it's my turn for my middle finger of the week. Let me tell you guys, I'm hot. I am so hot about this. I don't even think it's funny she at is all. Sizzling. Somebody grab this bitch an egg. Oh, I am just heated. So I don't know if you heard, but Michael Bennett of the Seattle Seahawks was in Vegas for the uh, who was it Mayweather the, and uh, McGregor fight. McGregor fight. That's right. You can tell that I watched that fight, right? Uh, so he was in Vegas for that. He uh, was with a bunch of people that uh, and. 
he was walking down the street, I guess, and cops had responded to a club for a possible shooting. Uh, it did come out later that no actual shots were fired, but they ordered everyone to get down and don't move and, and do their things. And, uh, you know, Bennett did run, which... In today's Not society? Not necessarily the best idea, but then they got him down, they put handcuffs on him, and put a gun to his head and told him, we're going to blow your fucking head off if you move, when he's laying there complying, just trying to ask some questions. Like, yes, he ran, because he thought he heard gunshots. He heard there was gunshots. Of course, I would have run. Cops are going to say, please stay calm and say, people aren't going to do that. People panic. It's what we do. We're not trained like them. So, he ran. Okay, probably shouldn't have done what you were what you did but you did so running isn't a crime but fuck you las vegas police department for the way that people are treated i mean that they didn't even know that he was a celebrity and he did that and he was talking about how they'd put the handcuffs on him so tight that his hands went numb i mean he's a football player he has to handle a ball they could have ruined his career just for the sake of of what? what? I don't want to say it was racist, but was it racially motivated? Was it because he ran? And even if it was because he ran, once you got him in handcuffs and on the ground, why the fuck do you have to put a gun into his head and threaten to fucking kill him? Why are you going to threaten to shoot somebody in the head when they're already detained? I, I, I literally, I don't understand that. And y'all know, we are from Washington. We are, we're the 12th man, you know, we are big, big Seahawks fans. There is no other team in my life but the Seahawks, okay? And so that's already my team. That's my heart. And then to see one of the players treated that way just because. And it's not, you know, it's not even because he's he's famous or whatever. Like I said, they didn't know he was famous until he they checked his ID and stuff. They literally took him out because he ran. And then, like I said, I can't speak for those police for why they threatened to shoot him in the fucking head or they kept treating him poorly after that. But what the fuck? Well, and why? You know, doing some reading. You know, what the the standard operating procedure on this is the. I don't think it includes putting a gun to somebody's head and blow it off. But in in typical police department fashion, you know, the the Las Vegas Police Department, when contacted, said that we're investigating the incident. There's nothing to investigate. Yes, there was a possible shooting, so yes, tensions are going to be high. There are going to be people running. They are scared for their life. And I'm sorry. If I was a a black man, I would feel scared for my life. I mean, a shooting. Look at the times we're in. But again, (laughs) I'm supposed to trust some random cop in a city that's not my own? And then you slam me to the ground and treat me like that? Again, this country's fucked beyond ways and i i'm thoroughly convinced that there's going to be some sort of revolution some sort of war i don't know something's brewing and i can feel it in the pit of my stomach and in the depths of my gut i just i it's going to come down to a big civil war and it's the entire system has to be rebooted but there's absolutely no excuse i celebrity or not i mean he could have just been eric bennett from the block or Jimmy from around the way. It, it it does not matter. And that's exactly who he was until they read his ID. They had no idea that he was any kind of a famous football player or anything. All they knew was that there was a reported shooting and he was someone who ran. Well, and, you know, Bennett has always been 
a rather outspoken individual. He's a, a Seattle Seahawk that sits or does not stand during the national anthem, and right. that's you know he that's his right Kaepernick. to do so, and absolutely, um, you know he goes on to say that he, the police stopped him for being a black man in the wrong place at the wrong time, and I. As much as I want to have faith in our police departments, I can't blame him for feeling that way, given our current society. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you can't drive in a car while being black without the fear of getting stopped more than myself would because I'm white. Or do you mean me specifically, or people in general? <laughs> well, just just I mean just just people in general, just it's the true. color of your skin. So if you're, you know, I mean, it it goes way above and beyond that. Like my car's windows are tinted. Here in Washington State, the legal window tint percentage is 24%. Mm-hmm. I opted for 25% because I'm that dude that pushes boundaries. Right. But because my car's <laughs> windows are tinted, right, I drive down the street, people, the police are going to look at my car, even though it's not a bright color, and go, oh, well, he's tinted his windows. What's What's wrong with that? It's automatically going to cue something in their brain that I might be doing something wrong. So... Not everybody who's black tints their windows, but some do. It's just that weird fucked up cop logic that, oh, this is different and I can't, you know. Well, and maybe that's not even necessarily a racial thing. Maybe it's more of a, what are you hiding behind your tinted windows? Well, right. But I mean, they have to start building a profile at some point, which I understand. You know, from a safety standpoint, I, and I'm conflicted, I don't want cops hurt either. But... True. It is essential. I don't know the word that I'm trying to use here. Deplorable. Just inexcusable the way that African Americans or black people in this country have been treated. And for what? And for those who don't know. Trayvon Martin. For nothing. Fucking nothing. So how are we supposed to count on these people that are to serve and protect when they're making these these generalized assumptions that, oh, windows are tinted. He must be doing something that he shouldn't. So then he pulls up, and then if it happens to be a black man, oh, are there drugs in it? Like, Like, is somebody going to die today? Right. It's (laughs) fucked up that we have to worry about that, that parents of young children send their children to school and fear that they may not make it off that bus or they may not come home that day simply because a cop made a bad judgment or maybe it wasn't a bad judgment maybe the las vegas police department really does have a problem i don't know i myself i've never been to vegas i don't know what the population is down there but it's inexcusable either way oh well that just means we need a road trip because you gotta go to vegas Right, right. You know, well, except for the, we'll take an Uber or something though. But don't be walking out on the streets in the middle of the night after a fight or some shit. You know, <laughs> call yourself a ride. You'll be all right. Oh God. So, is there anything so, else on that that you wanted to add? No, I think between the two of us, we pretty much covered it. But God damn it, Las Vegas PD, get your shit together. Stop treating people it like together. this. You can't treat people like that. It's not right. And it is time for us as people to come up and rise against these actions. This is not cool. They are the few. We are the many. They're here to protect us. And we need to remind them of that. They need to fucking do their jobs because this is not it. 
Well, okay. Yes. I love that. Yes. I love ending on that note. So uh, if you don't have anything, I just want to remind you guys really quickly, it is really important um, if you know somebody that happens to be struggling with their sexuality um, or have relationship problems or they need some advice or some questions or maybe you are somebody that needs to come out, um, please contact us. We would love to be a sounding board. We would love to be a... a, a a lended ear uh, or a, a welcoming environment to to you even um, if it's just even if you have no intention of telling anyone else if you just want to tell one person and be completely anonymous just to get it off your chest please reach out to us at the shade brigade.com the shade brigade.com <laughs> and we would we would love to be there for you yeah and we may reach out to you we may want to 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 follow up with you to make sure that you've reached out i mean if if i can find some local services like a a counseling service or maybe it's uh a group of some sort um or you know even if it's just a a, a hotline or something for you to call we want to help but we'd also um, like to follow up as well if you know right we want to make sure that you're doing we want to make sure that our people are okay if you're listening yes. to this, you're you're, you're our, our kind people. of people. <laughs> you fuck I, with me, you stuck with me. Right. Okay, that's how this is gonna go. <laughs> I won't quote that uh, you know that big Italian food chain, you know, with the uh, Alfredo and stuff like that. But uh, mm. when you're in our house, your family, right? So <laughs> we want to make sure that you're gonna be okay. We want you to have a good time. Um, do you have any? Uh, you know, we can't also forget that we want people to submit ideas like recipes. Oh, yes. Or tips or tricks or life hacks. That's I mean, very I, true. I always work harder, not smarter, and I need to kind of turn that <laughs> turn that bad boy around. If you would like to take part of our homemade segment, check us out again at theshadebrigade.com. Click on the Contact Us link and... Uh, just fill in the boxes. Let us know a little bit about your recipe or your DIY tip or trick, whatever it is you'd like to share with us. And if we choose to share it on our show, we will certainly get back to you. Awesome. Don't forget to subscribe. Uh, we'll also keep you in the loop. Please bear with us. It is our first time. We are completely amateurs doing this all on our own. <laughs> so it may take some time to get things up and rolling, but we appreciate your patience while we do. In the meantime, don't forget to check us out on Facebook at The Shade Brigade, uh, on Instagram at TSB, that's The Shade Brigade, TSB Podcast, uh, and Twitter at Shade Brigade. I'm sorry. Shade, <laughs> shade Brigade. <laughs> I did. I gotcha. Shade Brigade pc at twitter um and i don't think that we have a snapchat we don't have a snapchat we are on youtube yes look up the shade brigade on youtube yes you can find us there uh all just, right just, just use the google show us some love show us <laughs> use some love the google you'll find us show us some love we'll Spread love you the back. words we love you guys thanks for giving us a listen have a great weekend you, you it's know, football season officially go seahawks Woo! Uh, it is opening week uh, <laughs> when's our first game it's this sunday at we're playing the packers so we're at lambeau field 125 
specific time. That'll be a good game because I know that Green Bay is typically a team that we are neck and neck with yes, usually. Yes, so it should be very so, interesting. So, oh, Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> Russell Wilson needs to bring his A game. Yes, I Let's do I, this. I need Wilson to not run back and stand in that pocket for 30 days <laughs> waiting for a personal invite from a receiver. Oh. You know, I take some lessons. Who is it? <laughs> I think it's Roethlisberger, actually, that uh, is while he is slower than molasses in January, <laughs> he steps back into that pocket. It's like one, two, and then boom, that ball's gone. Russell Wilson could really learn from that, but I have full faith in you, Russell Wilson, if you ever happen to listen to this. We love you. Boom, boom, long time. Pete Carroll, we love you too. We are in no way judging your coaching <laughs> <Right>. skills. <laughs> we're just saying, from an outsider's perspective, we're not there. We don't know what y'all talk about. We see what we see. Right. We want that Super Bowl win this year. Right. Come on, let's do it. Right. All right. And one last thing here. Uh, RuPaul's Drag Con is happening in New York this weekend, Saturday the 9th and Sunday the 10th. Tickets started about 40 bucks. Uh, if you don't know who RuPaul is at this point, honey, there, there's just Use no the helping you. <laughs> Use the there, Google. There's no, no helping you at this point. But uh, it's a big gay event for, you know, for boys, big girls. Big fabulous people. You know, lady boys and everybody in between. Um, I think that's about it. We love you. Be good to yourself. Be good to others. And don't forget, pay it forward. Bye.